This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A goalless draw against Stevenage leaves us with three points from a possible 15. A goalless draw on Saturday afternoon against Stevenage at the One Call Stadium leaves the Stags with three points from a possible 15 so far this season. Five games in to the 2020-2021 season. Is that good enough at this early stage? Should the Stags have had three points this afternoon? Should Stevenage have had three points this afternoon? What do the Stags need to do to improve? And just when will that improvement come? This is Craig with the cold, the cool down post-match reaction show. A shorter version of it today. No Cam or Nathan to help me out. So I'm asking you guys at home in the comments to help me out as well. Come and have your say on your team. Let me know what you thought of the game as the Stags take a point and another draw at home. everyone hope that you're all all right craig here with the cool down post-match reaction show just me uh, tonight no cam no nathan nathan is currently in the air on a plane on his way back from gibraltar lucky git because he's missed the last couple of games which uh, haven't made for great watching have they and uh, cam is busy doing uni stuff today so was unable to uh, to watch the game which uh, left just me and of course you guys at home i'll be here for the next 10 15 minutes or so uh, with the cool down post-match reaction show so please do get involved in the comments uh, and help me out a little bit. Let's uh, get keep the conversation going and sort of uh, share your views on today's match. A goalless draw at home to Stevenage. Three points from a possible 15 so far this season. It's not been the start which uh, Mansfield wanted at all. And to be honest... 
things perhaps do need to start improving if the Stags want to kick start up the table. You know, the first couple of games is fine, but having played five at this consistent way we are, it's uh, not looking good for Mansfield at the moment. We really do need to uh, uh, to kick on and to kickstart some life into our season. Today felt like watching two very average um, mid-table teams today, to be honest, and it was a, a very frustrating watch from start to finish. Keep your comments at coming in i've got the phone i'll try and keep up with them uh, as much as i can but as i say it is uh, just myself today so uh, um, i'm having to uh, uh, to try and sort of uh, uh, use the time whilst i'm talking to also taking your comments and see where it goes uh, from there uh, roy says oh dear how are we going to whitewash over that absolute Where's the bell gone? I need the bell for words like that. Um, see, I'm not prepared. This was a very off-the-cuff thing for me to do today. I did say before the game that I might do it um, if it was a, a result which was worth talking about. Uh, Roy says, oh dear, how are we going to whitewash over that absolute performance? Where are we going to go uh, from here? Wayne says, that was pathetic. No passion, just an average League Two side. Very poor. Uh, and Roy says, no, no even average, Wayne. Uh, that's relegation football. Rob says, two poor bottom of the League teams fighting out for a stalemate um nathan says more like relegation contenders and victor says how many more excuses are we going to be given by this manager it's a frustrating one isn't it because obviously we're only five games in um to the new league season completely new team um that are sort of gelling uh, together, but by now, for me, for my money, I think they should have uh, gelled together, especially that back three and uh, and what have you. You know, we've had enough time now to work on the training ground, to work a, a little bit on our game, and to uh, to go and sort of uh, you know kick on and uh, and start getting some results together. But nothing seems to be there. We seem to be hearing this, the same thing every single week from, from Cochrane that you know it'll come given time and. Uh, you know, things will come good for us that we're having a bit of bad luck. Yes, you could argue that that's the case, especially with the uh, with the Maris effort sort of uh, cannoning back off the underside of the crossbar and what have you. But um, it's consistently the same for me. It's consistent errors and consistent a consistent lack of want and desire in the midfield to to push on and to go forward and to try and you know win a game of football. It took us. 50, 60, maybe 75 minutes to even start playing through the midfield today. We're wasting players like George Maris, in my opinion, who one of the best ball players in the division for me um, when he was at Cambridge. He plays with the ball to feet. He's a flair player, really gets us going. And you saw that from 75, you know, maybe 80 minutes onwards when he got on the ball and the defenders were, and strikers were dropping deep to, to give him the ball and getting his play. And he, he, he was really effective. But for large proportions of the game, it was just bypassing the midfield. It was going from front to back far too far too quickly, far too easily. We need some bite. We needed somebody to grab hold of that game by the scuff of the neck. And it'll be interesting to see what Graham Cochran does come out with uh, at the uh, the full time whistle and uh, and, and certainly uh, certainly see what he says. I wasn't too uh, enthralled by his uh, pre match comments either. To be honest, it was a very short and sharp. Um, interview which he gave pre-match and uh, didn't leave me with much confidence. Lots of comments coming in, so I will go to those, which is uh, why um, I'm here today for you guys to for you guys to to vent, for you guys to have your say and, and to to share your comments. Because we're sort of missing that at the moment uh, uh, with football. Uh, where did I get to? Uh, I got to Victor last, didn't I? Yeah. So we'll pick up from uh, from from Matt's comment, uh, who says, "I normally give managers time, but he has to go. That was awful." Um, again. Interesting debate that on the manager situation because 
in, in one re- one respect, he's had five games, five league games with his own team. Uh, in other respects, he's had maybe twenty, probably twenty five, just under twenty five. Now, when you consider when he took over uh, last season, and it's been con- it's been the same all the way through with the um, uh, with the results and, and the way we've played. So uh, it'd be interesting uh, to see. We're, you know, and have that debate. I'm sure we will in this week's podcast, probably Wednesday uh, evening. Keep your comments coming in, though. Uh, Rob says mid table is being generous. I'd snap your hand off uh, now for a mid table. Uh, Gary says a non league display, clean sheet, the only positive, no quality whatsoever. Two better players are now injured. Of course, uh, uh, McLaughlin went off um, injured in the uh, uh, midway through the the second half. He picked up that injury towards the end of the first half, and uh, Captain Ollie Clark also missed today. Um, through injury um, Alex says board of negative fans we didn't play that badly just didn't create chances uh, Roy says eight matches no wins no passion no grit Clive says a very poor showing overall it seems to me that the manager's preferred shape is completely wrong I'm going to pick up on there and, and go on those two uh, two comments there from uh, from Clive and Alex uh, Alex says first board of negative fans we didn't play that badly we just didn't create chances now I would be inclined to agree with that in some respects we didn't play uh, that badly but that is if for my money if you say we're a mid-table team for me I felt like today we had two average mid-table teams fighting out for a stalemate which somebody else also said um, in the uh, in the comments Um, but also we've got the players for me, who've got the potential to be to be better than that and to push on better than that, and I think this is where Clive Clive's comments uh, come in. Uh, a very poor showing overall. It seems to me that the manager preferred shape is completely wrong. I agree with that as well. I, I said to my dad when we were watching the game that for me, playing three at the back and five across midfield is obviously not working. For me, when you've got a, a team of this quality with players like George Maris and Harry Charles, you are attacking box-to-box um, creative midfielders, they get absolutely lost and swamped in that midfield five. For me, I will be playing a 4-2-3-1 or even a 4-3-3 and just having the free-flowing uh, free um, game, which those players are more than capable of playing and performing at a good high-tempo level. We are getting absolutely lost in that three system and it'd be interesting to know why the last um three maybe four managers have all gone with the same system am i missing something i'm not a football manager i'm not a football coach um i'm just a bloke who's, who's chatting away to his camera on the internet um but i'm just a humbler fan with opinions but for me i would it's like for example on tuesday in the week against lincoln we actually did drop into that back four we went to a basic 4-4-2 which yeah you know Graham Cochran basically said you know we're going back to basics because basics is all that we can do well if if that's the way to get us results then Graham well let's let's go and do it for me a 4-2-3-1 um a back four of O'Keefe, Mayo, Sweens and um and Benning um a sitting midfield two um, obviously Clark's not fit, so I'm going to exclude um, Clark of Perch and Charlesley um, with probably Kel Gordon on, on the right-hand side, uh, maybe even Jamie Reid for a bit of pace if you want to look at a more attacking option. George Maris in the 10 in the in the, in the cam role, the centre-attacking midfield role, because he's got, that's where he needs to play, that's where he'll be most effective with McLaughlin uh, on the left 
and I'd have Cook up front. He made a difference when he came on. He obviously wasn't on for for that long, and uh, and you know um, didn't have many chances. But I felt he made he gave us a bit of a physical presence. And when we revert to playing that more direct style, we need him up there. But also he can play with ball to feet as well. Lots of comments coming in, so I'm going to skip. Um, down them uh, keep them coming in um, and we'll sort of pick up on conversations what people are having again apologies it's just me ranting tonight no Cam no Nathan uh, to join us but please do keep your comments coming in and have chats between yourselves um, in the comments Derek says apps uh, sorry Danny says um, absolute crap no idea why we let Rose go who plays uh, two fast strikers and goes long ball need a cook with Maynard from the start not swap Maynard for cook don't rate Reed or Bowery and use the bloody midfield. Absolutely use the midfield. If we'd have used the midfield today, um, we wouldn't have been calling for 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 a, a striker like Cook because we would have played through them on the floor and, and created openings. We didn't, and that's why we didn't get anywhere. Stevenage, you've got to give them credit. Pressed us very, very well. Uh, pressed us high. Caused mistakes, caused errors, and were, were perhaps they'll be slightly um uh, disappointed um to to come away with that with that uh, with a, with just a point from the one call this afternoon uh, george says no pace no passion no plan b wayne says why knock it up um why knock it about nicely at the back then lump it up front to no one so frustrating rob says if he hasn't worked out by now that three center halves with win backs is um detrimental to creativity then it's clearly a sign of how stubborn he is not to change his clearly failing tactics um nathan says anyone see the three gillingham scorers um Chris, who's a Chesterfield fan, says up the spirites, Craig. Well, let's be honest, Stags fans. Let's uh, let's put it into perspective here. Things could be worse. We could be non-league. Hello, Chesterfield. Um, hope you well, Chris. Um, Richard says I'll have what Alex uh, has had, referring to that comment from earlier. Um, Mark Eastwood says, I've seen more commitment this morning at walking football. No end product whatsoever. Too many headless chicken to lack guidance. GC, I'm afraid, isn't a manager who can make um, change to a swift game. Again, I'll pick up on that comment from Mark there. I, I felt um, the substitution did come a little bit late. Um, we should have perhaps seen a, maybe a change in shape at half-time. Um, McLaughlin picked up a knock at half-time. Why not make the change then? Why play practically 10-15 minutes into the second half with the, an injured player because they were always going to come at us and we were never going to get anything out of that side. Get a player on, let's get a bit of uh, creativity in early. Uh, Steven says two very poor teams. Um, Paul says he has to go abysmal, no ideas, his tactics are rubbish, not working at all. Um, Jamie says another season of being let down. Do you think the Radfords will be happy with it? Again, it's um, an interesting um, an interesting one, isn't it? Because like I said earlier, you've got two scenarios. On the one hand, you've got a manager who's been in um, since pretty much Christmas last year and hasn't really made any progress. Yes. Uh, but on the other hand, you've got a manager who came in at Christmas last year, inherited a squad which wasn't his, had to iron out some, let's be honest, clearly problems in the dressing room there to try and um you know to try and get people playing the way he wanted to and try and break up those cliques and try and get this mentality of going forward um in the situation we were who's then shipped out all of these players in the summer brought his own players in and tried to and, and trying to rebuild so on that respect he's only had you know five league games with that squad but it's an interesting one will they be happy with the progress they've brought in players they've spent money on players and they've given them longer term contracts there's clearly a building plan in place 
they've been guilty before perhaps of being a little bit rash which they've admitted themselves um but like last season how long do you give it there's there's giving it time and then there's this being hesitant it's i don't think we need to panic as yet we need you know if we can get a couple of decent results from um the next couple of games we'll, we'll be all right obviously we've got um a swift turnaround of games next saturday bradford then we've got morecambe um on the tuesday night away and then cheltenham away so from the those three games we've got to be looking at at least seven points for me <coughs> excuse me otherwise um otherwise you know we we will be in trouble. We've got to be looking at seven from the next six and, and try and in, seven from the next um, nine. Sorry, and try and improve things and uh, and push on because three from a possible fifteen thus far is very very uh, very very disappointing. Uh, let me just go through some more of your comments. Lots of them uh, coming in. I got to uh, Jamie's last, didn't I? Um, Owen says no team stability. Um, Stephen says no team. Darren says shocking. Clive says three positives. We didn't lose. A clean sheet, no perch booking. You've got to look on the bright side of life sometimes. Um, Colin says, GC needs to go and watch my 12-year-old grandson's team who plays uh, three at the back. He might get some ideas. Um, Owen says, Craig, my take on it is, Coughlin has brought in so many unnecessary players. Having seven strikers at the start of the season is not good. And then he sells the good strikers. He doesn't seem to have an eye to attack. He just waits. Uh, He wants... He wants to wait and play for the point just like Dempster. Interesting point, Owen. Um, yeah, um, it's interesting for me. I'm no, I, I don't want to um, put two and two together and, and make 7,000. Um, that the last week or so since Danny Rose left and was transferred, he seemed to, he's avoided the question. He put Joe Dunn up for, um, you know, the, the, the midweek pre-game press. He almost dodged the question and it was very straight answer of, an offer was made, the player, you know, we offered him a deal, but at the the same time, you know, the player's got to have progress in his mind. It's a very strange one for me. It's almost like, um, I don't know, it it almost felt to me, again, I don't want to put two and two together and make 6,000, but it almost felt to me like that was a deal that he didn't want to happen and didn't want to do. Um, But again, I'm not inside the dressing room. I don't know the ins and outs of it. So, um, that's just merely my opinion. I think had we not, and I said this before, had we not brought Nicky Maynard back, Danny Rose would have been in there. But it's clear that we are lacking a Danny Rose um, type player, which is uh, it's frustrating to to say the least. And then you add in there, you know, the CJ transfer as as well earlier on in in the uh, in the close season, if you like, and uh, yeah, uh, another one which you you. you you perhaps question when we've got, I think, what, um, less than a week before the transfer window closes. I would like to see um, one or two players being brought in or maybe even brought back. Yes, we sent Jimmy Knowles out to get games at Notts County. We've sent um, Josh Scott out to get games game times as well. Um, but perhaps we do need a little bit of fresh ideas in and around that area or maybe just tweak the system because, like we've said previously, um, tweaking the system... Um, may help us unlock uh, unlock some doors. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Nathan says, I think if we do not win the next three to four games, he has to go. Uh, Martin says, the tactics, if you can call it tactics, just isn't working. Does the manager have changes in his locker? Again, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, uh, you know, 
certain clubs will want you to play certain ways. I'm not saying this is is fact, but you know, certain there'll be certain things and certain ways you have to play. Like it might be playing an attacking game, it might be playing for set pieces. That might be his directive. Playing three at the, the back might be his directive. But as manager of the football club, when it's not working, he has to make the changes. And those changes have to be effective because at the end of the day, he's paid to win football matches. And hopefully, um, if he can make those changes and we can get, you know, uh, at least seven points from the um, from the next avail- nine available, um, then things will, will turn around. Um, Clive agrees and says, we're talking about the, ta- um, the transfers and says, I don't think it was the manager who sold CJ and Danny. Um... Owen says, but then why sign Reed? He's useless, non-league striker. It's a big step up. Yeah, we have to take that into consideration as well. Um, a big step, um, a big step up for Jamie Reed coming up two levels. <coughs> Excuse me, I forgot to bring a drink. Um, stepping up two levels, obviously did wonders um, at uh, Conference South level with Torquay, banging the goals in left, right, and centre. But again, doesn't seem to have found his rhythm yet. He has to settle and find his groove. But when you play for a team who have high expectations like Mansfield you have to settle and and, and find that groove a little bit um a little bit a little bit quicker um Nathan says maybe with the current situation in the world they couldn't af- really afford to reject the money like the Radford said they haven't got bottomless pockets again I agree with that talking about the transfers you know let's be realistic um they're not fools they're no fools at all they are they have good biz- business brains and one thing, <coughs> excuse me. One thing we haven't been in the past is a selling team. Um, it's it's been very rare for us to sell players. This is the first real time we've kept hold of a player, developed them, and sold them. And I can guarantee, I, I would be very very surprised even if those tra- transfers didn't bring in a lot of money, which will stabilise the club for a long time. So. I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in in the results and the performances and sort of look at areas where those players may well have been um, effective. But sometimes you do have to value the the long term outcome over the short term. And you know, in six months' time, we may be sitting here top of the league and and you know, sort of laughing if you like about the the, the start we had. You never know how things are. Uh, are gonna pan out but again you've got to balance that with how much do you give it it's a very dangerous game but I think certainly think um, as you said uh, in the comments there um, Martin uh, sorry Nathan um, I certainly think um, that the current situation has played a massive part in uh, in those transfers uh, Martin says I'm not a Maynard lover surely he has to improve you might uh, you might said he isn't getting the service but when you watch him he doesn't do anything um, he needs to he needs an open goal. Um, Gemma says we're no good. Um, Clive replying to Martin says uh, spot on. Lots of comments coming in thick and fast. Um, struggling to keep up so far. Uh, Gary says we didn't look comfortable on the ball. Then the long the long ball is a result. Um, if no midfield movement, no one wants the ball. No cre- creativity or pace in either side. Hence the nil nil. Slightly disagree with that in terms of Stevenage's perspective. If I was the Stevenage manager and a Stevenage fan, I'd be very pleased with that. They pressed uh, very high and at, at pace, and uh, we struggled to get out sometimes. <coughs> Again, excuse me, I've not brought a drink with me. I was only intending to come on for like, um, for what two minutes 
that five minutes or so and here we are uh, 23 minutes later i forgot to bring a drink with me it's a uh, very silly behavior from me i'll wrap this up uh, in a couple of minutes time uh, simon says um, good job the ground isn't open can uh, can you imagine after today's game in the corner of the western south stand there would have been one one or two daggers in Cochrane's back matthew says change of formation and playing the ball across the floor is needed um Jamie says, I was listening to John Lomas before the game on Radio Nottingham and he reckons that it's a season of stability and the Radfords are looking for improvement on last season, which I don't think is right. Um, There could be something in that in terms of um, the way um, we've played uh, and the transfers we've made to try and recoup that money in. But then you bring in big hitters like Ollie Clark, George Maris... um, to name but two and that says to me that you want to to push on it's very very interesting situation wayne says on this form craig we haven't got a chance of seven points in the next three games victor says how many games has this manager won anybody else would be gone again i think if this was over the course of one season with the same squad i'd agree but it's that that whole factor when flickcroft came in isn't it i don't didn't want to use his name but i have that balance you take over somebody else's squad and then you bring your own squad in the only difference is things were working um Gemma says shouldn't shouldn't have listened uh, should have listened to Carolyn and not sack Flickcroft woman always women always know best I agree we shouldn't have sacked Flickcroft um oh Dave um Danny says how much did we get for selling Rose and CJ we should have kept them and risked letting them go for free if they helped us win promotion again interesting one isn't it you know if we'd have had better results say for example if we'd have got nine points um from from a possible 15 or maybe even 12 from 15 at the start of this season and had sold rose and cj we wouldn't be talking about selling them at all but purely based on the fact we've got three from 15 that's certainly um that's certainly an impact on it it's going to be a talking point um especially if we don't bring in uh the the missing key the missing piece of the jigsaw for me uh prior to the end of the transfer window um Clive says tongue-in-cheek and this is very much tongue-in-cheek I do know Clive on a weekend where we focus on mental health watching games like this isn't helpful at all and Nathan says hashtag start the hashtag um, bring back Flickcroft Uh, right let's have a little look uh, around uh, Skybet League 2 today um, and uh, and uh, uh, have a look at the scores elsewhere. And of course, um, get your votes in now uh, for Man and the Match. Let us know who impressed you today. Let's try and end on some form of positive uh, after today's game. Let us know who impressed you um, today and who you would put forward as Man and the Match. Usually I would ask Nathan or Cameron, obviously they're not with me uh, today. Thanks so much for putting up with me just rambling for the last 20 minutes. Keep your comments coming in and uh, of course, um, let us know. Uh, your thoughts on who would be your uh, man of the match um, man of the match today let's have a look at the scores around Skybet League 2 this afternoon finished Barrow 1 Leighton Orient 1 at uh, Holker Streets and as Grimsby returned to action following uh, postponements due to COVID, they drew 0-0 away at Bolton. Last week's opponents, Newport County, they were beaten 2-1 at Cambridge, whilst Cheltenham uh, beat Crawley by two goals to nil.
thrilling encounter for Oldham. That's not something we usually say. They were beaten 3-2 at home to Morecambe. Whilst Port Vale were beaten by a goal to nil at home to Carlisle United. Tranmere and Salford played out a two-all draw. Whilst arguably the game of the day in Skybet League 2 finishes Scunthorpe 1, Forest Green Rovers 4. Elsewhere, Southend United and Exeter City draw two apiece. And in the other game in League 2 today, Warsaw and Colchester play out a one-all draw at Warsaw. Taking a look at the league table then. And uh, Morecambe, who we go to a week on Tuesday, are the current league leaders. On 12 points with four wins and one defeat so far this campaign. Great start uh, for them. Second place is Cambridge with Newport in third, both on 10 points apiece. Let's scroll down further down the table, the area which... Uh, affects us more. We've slipped to 21st following uh, today's goalless draw. We sit on three points with three draws thus far. Southend United below us in 22nd on two points. Minus seven goal difference for them. In the relegation places, it's Grimsby having played two games less than everybody else. On one point, having picked up uh, a draw. And Oldham also off the mark on a point. Uh, they sit bottom of Skybet League 2, having played five games, lost four, and drawn one. Can we play them soon, please? That'd be nice. But as it is in Skybet League 2, the Stags sit in 21st. Not quite good enough for Graham Cochran's men. With three points from a possible 15. Where, in truth... We should have had at least seven, which would have uh, put us right in the mix around uh, 10th, 11th. The problem is now, of course, having played five games, teams are starting to find form and pull away. And even though it's early in the season, gaps are starting to open up. Of course, things can turn over quickly in football, but... We're low on confidence and we have to find that from somewhere. But that's it uh, for your roundup of League Two. Let us know uh, your uh, man of the match in the comments as the Stags draw 0-0 at home to Stevenage, who incidentally sit 15th in Skybet League Two with the Stags in 21st after today's fixture. <laughs> So a couple of votes uh, for Man of the Match. Um, Wayne's kicked it off by saying uh, nobody deserves, deserves Man of the Match um, today. Um, Colin says Man of the ma Match, Alan Wilson. Didn't have much to do, did he, today in the uh, in the PA box? Bless him. Um, Jamie says uh, George Maris. Uh, both Richard and Cathy both say Charles Lee. Um, for me, uh, I'd have to split it between... Um, uh, between those two and maybe one more I felt that Ryan Sweeney who uh, took the armband today had a, uh, a relatively decent game in that back three um, had to cover at times for other players and sort of uh, step in and help us out and then uh, in the second half 
sort of, I wouldn't say lost his head, but sort of uh, took it upon himself to try and drive us forward a little bit. He got the ball from a, a rollout from Marek Steck in the goal and uh, and uh, drove us on over the halfway line, made that advancing run and sort of rallied the troops uh, a little bit. So he would have been one for me. Um, I agree with Jamie in some respects of Maris. When he got the ball to feet, he really showed glimpses of what he could do. Uh, but yet again, and of course hit the crossbar as well with with that effort, but yet again, didn't get on the ball as much as probably what he should, should have. And that's through no fault of his own. That's through us playing too much of a direct game and, and going uh, back to front far too quickly. Get it down, get it on the floor, play football, and we will see better uh, from him and Harry Charlesley but uh, purely by the fact that he's gotten the most votes in the comments I'm going to go for Harry Charlesley as today today's um, man of the match well that is just about it from me thank you very much uh, for joining me today I'll be back in midweek joined by Nathan and hopefully Cam um, as well hopefully uh, all three will be back together again albeit virtually over um, over Skype as we do the Mansfield Matters podcast. Look out on our social media pages for when that will be. It will either be uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I presume it will probably be Wednesday night as, as per at around 7 o'clock. But today, thank you very much uh, for joining me as always and having your say on your team in the um, the cool-down post-match reaction show. Clive says, well done, Craig. Go and get a drink. I certainly will do. Um, I'll go and have a bit of a lie down because I felt like I was falling asleep in the game as well. It finished at the One Course Stadium today. Mansfield Town nil, Stevenage nil. Three points from a possible 15 this season. Something has to change. We have to find some form. Up next, next week, a home game with Bradford. Then a midweek trip to league leaders Morecambe. Come on, Stags. We need to turn a corner and head in the right direction. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.